Well, now it's time. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Canon TV presenter and executive producer of Spotlight. Happy Christmas, Lisa. Happy Christmas, Pat. Now you have um, chosen. Let's talk about Elf first of all, because I (laughs) resisted Elf. And then finally I saw it and I thought, what a laugh. No, it's great, isn't it? And it's funny to think that it's 20 years old, you know, 2003. Um, I only watched it again the other night. I think there's some movies you always revisit and this is particularly one of them. I mean, the costumes, the concept, um, the little director's cameo. Will Ferrell steals the show in this movie. Yeah. And it, I mean, the so costume is ill-fitting. <laughs> you know, he's he's not a svelte elf. He's not a svelte elf. And Will, told, Will Ferrell, excuse me, in, in real life, met him many times and interviewed him. He's hilarious as you would hope he would be and expect him to be. And he's very, very tall. So Buddy's costume is actually made from scratch and designed to fit him. So it's got that kind of, you know, character awkwardness that you see in the movie. And of course, people now have it as a Halloween classic. So many people dress up as Elf over the Christmas period and Halloween period. But the concept was actually inspired by the Saturday Night Live sketches that they used to do in which Will Ferrell played a department store Santa's Elf. And of course, that blew up. It became the movie and the one that we know and love. Now, just to explain to people who haven't seen it, and there cannot be many of those, what the, the whole scenario is. Well, the scenario is, of course, that um, Buddy is an elf. He's a human, but he was uh, brought up by elves in the North Pole. He kind of scurried into Santa's big basket or sleigh when he was in an orphanage. And of course, he never knew he was a human until it's discovered throughout kind of the first scene or two. And then we move on and he moves to yeah. New York City where he wants to meet his real dad. Yeah. No, no, uh, he, uh, as you said, was brought up as an elf, and the elves who brought him up are looking at this creature who's growing and growing and growing, and suddenly is a very tall elf. Indeed. So, although he's a human, uh, he works as an elf, and in every other aspect of life, he, he is an elf. He, he is knows an elf. Santa. He, Santa is his boss. Absolutely. And uh, the director, John Favreau, who usually would have directed comedies, wasn't the right choice, everyone thought, for this, but actually brought that wonderful sense of humour and uh, kind of charisma that elf needed. But he obviously then decides when he goes to New York, we see the shots, including the Lincoln Tunnel and Gimbel's department store and the Empire State Building, which are brilliant, by the way. But that lovely motion capture picture is is in essence in this movie as well where we see you know uh, Will Ferrell being extremely tall in a classroom full of ch- children. So yeah. John Favreau worked his wonderful directorial magic on that one. Yeah. So uh, he comes to New York, and of course New York at Christmas time is magical. Magical, but magical. Uh, as in Ireland, I suppose they used to have the store Santas all the time, and he gets a bit confused. There's a great scene here. We'll have a listen to it. Yeah, now. absolutely. This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah. Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this one? Oh, hi. Santa's coming. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's, we're all laughing here in studio. It's yeah. brilliant. He, he knows Santa. 
Yeah. The real Santa's coming to town, he thinks, instead of the store Santa. Indeed. What a spirited performance, though. You, there, there could only be one Buddy the Elf. And of course, people don't know this. He, got, he ate an awful lot of candy and sweets and chocolate to get into the role of the excitement of children. And that's what he really brings to that scene, particularly, is that um, excitement of Santa coming. Mm. And it that's is a, a, a ball of laughs. And no matter how many times you see it, and I've seen it several times now, yeah. it still gives me a great laugh. Now, yeah. we move on to A Christmas Carol. In, in so many variations. In so many variations. And actually, there's a brilliant documentary on Sky at the moment, including Tom Hanks. And we, they, they go through the Christmas movies. And A Christmas Carol, of course, uh, written by Charles Dickens, a novel written by Charles Dickens, published in 1843. There you go. Has become one of the most enduring and beloved Christmas tales. And um, Tom Hanks, he was talking about it, how it's been ad- adapted so many numerous times, which I knew of some, but I didn't know of all of them. So, I mean, starting actually in 1935, um, directed by Henry Edwards. This was an early film adaptation featuring Seymour Hicks as Ebenezer Scrooge. I think everybody understands the story. If you want, I can go into uh, what it is. We have our Christmas uh, ghost of past, present and future. But really, the interesting fact is that so many remakes have made it Hmm. to cinema and animation and screen. How many ghosts are there in Christmas Carol? Three. Four. Four. Jacob Marley. Ah, very good. There you are. You know your Christmas carols. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's true. We have A Christmas Carol 1951 is often considered one of the best adaptations. Many actors and directors, you know, credit this as being sublime with Alistair Sim as Scrooge. Scrooge in 1970, another musical adaptation. That's definitely going to be on over Christmas with Albert Finney. I'm sure many people have seen that. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I don't know if you've seen that, Pat. 1983. I think I missed that one. You missed that one. And then A Christmas Carol in 1984, which, um, you know, many people would have seen the kind of made-for-TV movie starring George C. Scott. I mean, I'm up at Christmas Carol. I actually revisited there this year. It's actually really, really good. 1992 with... Um, Michael Caine taking on Ebenezer Scrooge and uh, we've A Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart. Scrooge is the one we're going to talk about now in 1988 with the brilliant Bill Murray but also A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey in 2009 was beautifully done I thought as well. All right, let's talk Bill Murray and uh, Not a Happy Set. Not a Happy Set, no. um, It's kind of the modernised comedic adaptation of of course The Christmas Carol but the director and Bill Murray locked head, Richard Donner locked head all the time so much so that scripts were flung across the room. They had blast up, blow up arguments. Bill Murray is a difficult actor. He's a difficult character. I've interviewed him before and um, I wouldn't, I mean, he was he was okay. He, he, he says what he needs to say and he yeah. wouldn't be the most pleasant to get, and humorous at times to, to come across in interviews. But I think because we had Richard Donner who had directed films like Superman and The Goonies, you know, he was used to people following his lead and when Bill Murray decides, decides he doesn't want to do something, he does not do it. So, yeah, I think it, 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 took, it took a bit of a dark turn actually, but, you know, let's not uh, lean into that. I mean, really and truly, the film itself is absolutely wonderful and Bill Murray um, steals the show. Now, you have a clip. I do have a clip and there's so much in Scrooge. Where do you start? Do you want to start at the redemption? Do you start at, you know, when he's the nasty TV executive? But actually, I think this bit at the end always makes me cry. I've seen the movie about 20 times and it's, of course, Bill Murray's monologue, which was a little bit scripted, but also improvised. Here we go. It's Christmas Eve. It's it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we, we, we smile a little easier, we, 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 we cheer a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle. 
because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're going to burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having, having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. There are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here, you can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. And if you, if you give, then, you, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's, it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. And it can happen tonight for all of you. Oh, great performance. That's good, isn't great it? Great performance. Yeah. Uh, so uh, everyone who undertakes this has got to do something different with it. It's been done so many times, but yeah. it's a, a, a terrific tale. Um, other movies that you enjoy over Christmas? Well, I, I mean, there's so many. I mean, you mentioned Wizard of Oz as being one of your favourite mm. Christmas movies. Not necessarily a Christmas movie, but a beautiful movie nonetheless. And I hope people do revisit the older movies. I, I, I talked in my, my Sunday column in the Mirror uh, last week that people should watch like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and, and, and do take the time rather than peeling the turnips and talking to the Auntie Mary on the phone. Maybe put it down, even record it and revisit it when you can because Dick Van Dyke turned 98 this, this last week. And, um, you know, those those classics of heart and humour are really strong and prevail always. And Mary Poppins is always on. I like those kind of movies, you know. They're well, very Lisa, heartwarming. Thank you very much for bringing so much joy into our uh, lives Aww. every week on Inside Hollywood. And may thank I wish you. you a very, very happy Christmas. And to you too, Pat. Happy Christmas. Thank you very much. Well, um, it's... The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On News Talk.